the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, we're back, and I told you that we had a great guest today, and I'm super excited. It's Peg Nick. She's here with us another day. And, you know, we have so much fun together because we work together at the church next door, don't we, Peg? Right, we sure do. We and have a lot so of fun. We, we do, like, number crunching, and I don't know. We do oh, a yeah. ver- all sorts of oh, yeah. <laughs> various asundry things that you can find yourself busy with at a church. But Peg's also <laughs> a wife of 45 years. Is that what you said? That's right. 45, 45 years. in September. How many grandkids? Six. Six. And they're really cute. Six. Like, really cute. Cute grandkids. And, uh, you're, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're mm-hmm. mother, an aunt, <laughs> all those things that all of us, you know, do. But you're, you have a really powerful God story. Sometimes we think our God stories are just every day, and those are mm-hmm. the best ones. Yeah, I, um, I'm a worrier. <laughs> a big worrier, a uh, big stress, anxiety person. And I would have to say that since finding the Lord, that that has been the biggest change in me. Mm. My family might not agree with you <laughs> because I think I I didn't actually let them always know how stressed mm. I was. I held a lot of it in. Well, I would but, say I'm shocked. I, I see you as very peaceful. Yeah. And so this is, this is, okay, we got to hear more. I need all the details here. No, just, um, I don't know how I would have survived raising teenage girls had it not been for cell phones. Mm, Yeah. Um, But I was just a constant worrier, constant stress. Where are they? What are they doing? Are they, yeah. Right. Who are they with? Right. I mean, and anything, it could Mm -hmm. just be, be anything. But, um, but since I started to have a relationship with Jesus, I have learned that I can let that go and just give it to him. Mm. And that's such a relief to me. And I've come to realize lately that um, stress and worry is just another form of control. Ah. And Jesus is the one that has the, God has the control. We have no control, but that, I've taken that control and just turned it inward mm. and it's caused the stress and the anxiety and everything. And it's something I have to deal with every day. Am so I it's a continual this? giving oh. it back to God. Oh yes. Am I going to worry about this or am I going to realize I have no control over it and I'm just going to let God take care of it and he's going to take care of it the best way for me. Might not be the way I want, but it's the best way for me. Why is it we just we do struggle with control. We want somehow we think if we have control of it, we'll have that peace. I think we picture things in our mind the way we want them to be. And we have this ideal of how, um, you know, you want your children to be your life, to be your house, to be whatever. And, and it's just not realistic, not in life. It's not just not that way. It isn't that way. (laughs) And until you just, 
relinquish that control, then you're going to be stuck with that anxiety and, and stress. And, you know, I've, I've had to find other ways, too, to just um, uh, get rid of the worry mm-hmm. or the stress. I'll, I'll pop on some headphones and the, and the iPod and put on some praise and worship music and yeah. just go through the house singing at the top of my lungs mm, and just let it all let it all go and spend that time with the lord right. saying this is yours right right do you, do you think that we get worried and stressed because it's it's the vision of what we want to have or it's because we compare it to what we think we see others having mm-hmm. i i try really hard not uh, not to compare to other people um Less now than I used to, and mm-hmm. I think that that too is a God thing. But I think for me, I have a picture of of how I want things. I'm more of a Type A personality, so I have a. We picture put pressure of, on ourselves. We put a lot of pressure, and on and sometimes ourselves. God's not putting that pressure on no, us. No, no. <laughs> At he least says, I know I do that. Hey, come on, you're, you're making it way too hard. Just <laughs> step back and let me take care of this. Yeah. Yeah. So what did it look like? Like, what did worry and stress, like, how did that play out? What, were you biting your nails? Were you, you know, fussing at your kids? <laughs> if you could see my nails right now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, probably just short-tempered and short-tempered, not sleeping, that kind of thing. Mm. But, And so you just, so it sounds to me like surrender. What does absolutely. that actually look like, surrendering that control or that worry? It's just throwing your arms in the air and saying, I, I can't do this. You've got, to, you've got to help me with this. You've got to take this for me. And just let it go. Mm-hmm. Sounds really easier in, than it is. It's I really mean, in prayer. Yes. It's easy, but it's not easy. Mm-mm. I mean, it's easy to say, but then you've got to follow through with it. Mm-hmm. And on a daily basis, sometimes more than once a day. Sometimes if we're worrying, we think we're fixing it. Right. But we're really Couldn't not. Couldn't be farther from the truth. No. Not only God can fix right. it. Right. Right. Mm. Yes. So what else? Well, I have, as part of that worry, um, I have, I was facing a surgery not quite a year ago that I mm. wasn't sure that I really needed. It was an elective surgery. Doctor was recommending it. I wasn't convinced. So I was praying. I was also scared about COVID. I was praying to God, I let me know if I should have this surgery or not. Right. I need to hear from you. So in God's sense of humor, whatever, he gave me a small dose of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let me stop you right there. I think that's a powerful testimony that someone says you need surgery. Mm-hmm. Usually people would be like, okay, I just have to do it. But mm-hmm. instead you prayed about it. I did not feel in my spirit like I was sure this was something I needed. Mm-hmm. It was elective, but recommended. Okay. So, you know, Day before Thanksgiving, I wasn't feeling well. I called my primary doctor. She said, just get tested. Mm-hmm. Came back. I was positive for COVID, Ugh. which threw me into just two weeks before the surgery was scheduled. So I'm like, okay, God, I'll take the COVID. You're telling me I don't need this surgery. Mm. And give me more time to think about it and discuss it with my primary doctor. <laughs> 
and he finds ways yes, to answer yes, our prayers. Yes, mild mild dose of COVID, <laughs> and, and, and so answer that still, You still haven't had the surgery. I still have not had the surgery. That's no. pretty incredible. Yep. Yep. So wow. Well, tell me about your family. You had something you wanted to share about your dad? About my dad, yeah. Um, I lost my dad about four and a half years ago. I remember that. Um, He had suffered with arthritis for quite a while. He was in a lot of pain. Um, His hands were stiff. His knees, his knees were constantly bent. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was just in a lot of pain. And he had to have some heart surgery and just never really recovered from that. And um, the day he died, um, two of my daughters, Jenny and Carrie, were with him along with my dad's wife, Nancy. And I had run home to get them all something to eat. Mm -hmm. And on my way back, they called and said, I think dad's getting ready to go. And I was five minutes away Mm -hmm. when he passed away. But when I got there, um, my girl said it was it was so incredible that um, at the time that he passed, his legs and his hands, everything straightened out completely. And they had not been straight in years. So that was a confirmation and a reassurance to them that when he passed, when he straightened everything out, that's when he met Jesus. (laughs) And that was just so cool. And I, I was sorry I wasn't there to see that, but I'm glad the girls were. I always enjoyed greeting your dad at church. Yeah. And you think about, you know, the, the impact God had in yes. his life. Yes. And, you know, when we do see Jesus, well, we will get that perfect body. Mm-hmm. We will have yep. healing yep. to the utmost. <laughs> that was that was such a great reassurance. That's going to be fabulous. That was a great reassurance. Wow. Yes. Well, Peg, tell us about what you and Bob do now. You and your husband. I mean, you serve all the time, like you're, you're feeding so many people. He and what about your heart for that? Yeah. Um, we volunteer. He, he much more than, than I do actually at Jordan's crossing resource center. Mm-hmm. It's a homeless and addiction and underserved, um, center. And he has since COVID started arranged for daily meals for a hundred a hundred people a day they're feeding wow. hot meals too, in addition to what they also make in the way of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to hand out to whoever comes in for a meal. Wow. But um, he he really has a heart for service. And yeah, I, I do too. I don't have... I don't have the time that he has right now. Well, you're working but, at the church. <laughs> yeah, I'm working at the church. And and he cooks, and I guess I'm the clean cleanup person um, for that. Wow. But, yeah, it's been a, it's a, it's a lot of fun working together on that. It's neat for me to see how God took your journey. You all accepted Christ together, and now you serve the Lord with all this passion, mm-hmm. and you give, give, give so freely, and, and how God has answered so many prayers for you. And given us peace, you know? Yes. The peace. Well, you've been listening <laughs> to Simply for Women. Pegnick has been such a joy, hasn't she? You know, this is just good to be together, to hear what God has done and what he wants to do for you. He wants to give you that peace over worry and stress as well. So thank you for listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And if you want to share your story on the show, we would love to have you or even just pray for you, or perhaps you want to download a prayer. So go to jennifer-jackson.org 
That's jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.